Welcome to Rome Christian Center. We are so glad that you are with us here today. If you are local to the Rome, New York area, we would like to invite you to join us 10 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on Sundays. We are located at 7985 Turin Road in Rome, New York. Let's join the service as we believe God has something in store for you today. I was listening to a, a video this week uh, by Rick Joyner, and he was sharing how he got the COVID uh, at the beginning of this month. And he said there was, he said, I was so weak, and I really identify with what he said because it kind of was the same symptoms that I had. Just a, a, a continual hacking cough and extreme weakness. So much, you know, I couldn't hardly get out of my own way. And he said in his house, there's a bathroom right off the bedroom, and he said it's about four paces from the bed to the, but there's a chair that we have placed in between the, the bed and the bathroom. He said, I'd get out of bed, and I'd make it to the chair, and I'd have to sit in a chair for a few minutes before I could get up and make it to the rest of the way to the bathroom. And that's the way it was. And so we, there's not very many people here today, but there's still several people that we know in the church that are either in quarantine because of an association in contact with someone else or else they're not well. Uh, we know someone in the church who was ended up in the hospital, intubated for several days, uh, very, very sick. And uh, we've been praying and, and crying out to God. Um, but Yeah, and he is improving, praise the Lord, so he's coming out. But uh, anyway, that's what's been going on. That's why we didn't have church last Sunday because there were so many people that were either quarantined or actually ill. And uh, so I'm, I've lost a bunch of weight. I still feel very weak, uh, but I'm back on my feet. And you know, I, I think it was Thursday morning this past week. I woke up and it's like in my spirit, something, it's, like it's done, it's over. I just knew it, you know, it's, it's like your body, if you listen to your body, your body will tell you what's going on. I mean, Pastor Darren was quarantined and for a while. And uh, he said, uh, Thursday, I could have gone back to school on Thursday, but I just didn't really feel up to it. He said, but Friday morning, I woke up, and it's like, time to go back to work. I mean, all of a sudden, you, you know, God knows. God will just give you that witness in your spirit. So I just want to thank all of you who were praying and pray for, uh, pray for other people in the church uh, because we still have a ways to go to get everybody back on their feet. There's still several people we know that are you know, like either ill or quarantined, so... You know, I don't know. It's like we were, we were fine for months. Nobody had any symptoms. We didn't know any, hardly anybody that ever had it. And all of a sudden, it hit us, bang. And uh, within, a, within a week or two, uh, we had probably at least 15 people that were not well or quarantined. So praise the Lord. I'm just going to share briefly this morning. Uh, You know, the Bible, the Bible teaches us to pray. A couple, couple, couple of thoughts I've had in my mind. And, uh, you know, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I have not been praying in strong, wild tongues for the last two and a half weeks. Uh, and I, before I go any further, too, I just want to thank Pastor Dennis and Kathy for really keeping the ship afloat the last few weeks, uh, for t totally taking the service two weeks ago, for doing prayer meetings, for just being there, you know, and, and for carrying the weight of it. And uh, I really appreciate you guys. I just love you. And I want to say that, Paul. I want to put it out over the airways. Praise God. Uh, God bless them. 
Jesus taught us to pray in Matthew's gospel. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And I've been just, I had an opportunity to watch several videos, trying to just feed myself something spiritually these past few weeks. But I've had this thought. God said, the word of God says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And what I'm what I'm sensing is that this this God is not just concerned about the United States of America. God is concerned about our country. He wants to do something in our country. But he is concerned about the world. He has a plan for the world. And we this church, this small church in Rome, New York, whatever you want to, in this small city, we are a part of the body of Christ on the earth. There is a worldwide church that God, that loves God, that serves God, and we, we are going to take our place in, the, in this area because this is where we are. And we are going to serve God, and we are going to fulfill the will of God for the body of Christ in this area. What is the will of God? The will of God, there's a specific will and there's a general will. The general will of God is that we would be lights in the earth, the salt of the earth, the light set in a city set upon a hill. And there's a scripture that, that keeps going over on the You know, we are going to stand for what's right. We are going to pray. We're going to call down heaven on this place that we live in. Hallelujah. We're going to call on God and God's going to respond. He's going to start responding all over the earth, not just in our nation. You know, I, I feel like I almost want to ask, say, God, forgive me for, for having tunnel vision, for being centered just around me and, and this city and this area. No, I'm a part of the worldwide movement. I'm part of the church of God. And listen, and listen to what it says in 1 Timothy. I love this scripture. 1 Timothy chapter 3. In 1 Timothy chapter 3, listen, Paul says to Timothy in verse 14, I'm writing these things to you, hoping to come to you before long, but in case I am delayed, I write so that you will know how one ought to conduct himself in the household of God, which is the church of the living God. The church of the living God is what? The pillar and the support of the truth. The church is the pillar and the support of the truth. Without the church... This world is a mess. It's totally gone. It's totally, you know, I was thinking of that scripture that says, Jesus upholds all things by the word of his power. In other words, the reason why the earth stays in orbit, the reason why everything is so orderly in, in the universe is because Jesus is holding it all together. If Jesus wasn't holding it together by the word of his power, it would all fly, it would turn into nothing. It would just scatter. It would be blown away into nothing. It would be nothing. And God has set his church on the earth to be the pillar and the support of the truth. And we're not going to be mean, and we're not going to be angry, but we're going to, be, we're going to declare what's right. We're going to say, you know, murder of babies is wrong. <laughs> Sexuality between men is wrong. 
I mean, you know, and, they, and they're going to label us. They're going to label us uh, homophobes. They're going to say we're intolerant. They're going to say we're closed-minded. They're going to call us every name in the book. But I'm telling you, God says we, we, the church, as the pillar and the support of the truth. It's the truth. There is a truth in the universe. It's God's rule. It's God's law. It's God's way. And we are going to declare. We're going to declare to people, we love you, but some of you are wrong, and you can't go to heaven. There's a heaven to have. There's a heaven to gain and a hell to lose. And you need to live right. And we are going to take our place. We're not going to compromise. You know, there's been, it's, it, to me, it's amazing. The, the number of even Christian leaders over the last few years that have not just gotten into sin, but they've totally denied their faith. This, this guy that wrote this book, uh, I Kiss Dating Goodbye, he didn't just turn his, turn his back and, and, get, and start sleeping with some woman he wasn't married to. He's turned his back on God. He's denied the faith. He's turned, he said, I don't even want God in my life anymore. It's amazing. The world is a mess. The world is going to continue to be bad. But we are going to stand. And so we have to see ourselves. We have to see even this, this local church. What are we, we are going to be light in Rome, New York. We are going to share the good news. We're going to talk to people that we, when God gives us an opportunity. We're going to say, Lord, your, king, your kingdom come. Your will be done. We're going to stand for truth. We're going to declare truth. And that's, what it's, and that's the way it's going to be. And if it means persecution, so be it. Amen. Hallelujah. And, I, and the other thing I wanted to share was, uh, turns me to Luke 17. And I just felt that so strong, so strong. God is moving in the earth. And, and I don't know, I, you know, it's almost like I don't even care what's going on in politics in our country. I'm crying out to God, and I'm believing that he's going to have his way. He's going to turn things around. He'll get the right people in the right place at the right time. He'll do it if we'll pray. If my people, which are called by my name. See, and I've heard, and I've heard over and over again, I've heard Christian leaders say, don't, don't just throw your hands up and say, what happened? What happened with this election? We thought we were going to win, and we didn't win. Oh, well, if, you, if you're on my side, if you believe the way I do, we didn't win. But, you know, God is still God. I'm not concerned. I'm not afraid. It may be, we may have to go through some tough times, but so be it. You know, we're gonna, we are going to be, I'm, I just feel like we're going to be the church. We're going to pray for people. We're going to believe God for healings and miracles and signs and wonders. We're going to believe that God is God. Hallelujah. Turns me to Luke 17. There's one other thing I wanted to share. Thank you, Jesus. The church, the pillar and the support of the truth. This world, this world will be totally a mess without the church. Hallelujah. Luke 17. While he was on his way, uh, verse 11. I don't know how this fits with what I just said, but it made me do two separate messages, but uh, it's what's been stirring in me. While he was on his way to Jerusalem, he was passing between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, ten leprous men who stood at a distance met him. And they raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Then he saw, when he saw them, he said, Go, and show yourselves to the priests. And as they were going, they were cleansed. Now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, turned back, glorifying God 
with a loud voice. And he fell on his face, he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him who was a Samaritan. And then Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But the nine, where were they? There was no one found to return to give glory to God except this foreigner. And he said to them, Stand up, go, your faith has made you well. So what does that have to do with me? Leprosy in the Bible is a disease, but it's also a metaphor of sin. Leprosy represents sin. And I was just, when I read that scripture, I thought, you know what? I used to be a leper. I was, I was, I was a sinful man. I had an incurable disease, you might say, spiritual disease, that separated me from God. You know, when you were a leper, you could not associate with anyone. You had to say unclean, unclean. You had to be separate. And there was something, I was separated from God because of my spiritual leprosy. And Jesus came and he healed me. And for that, I need to be like that Samaritan who went back and giving thanks to God and glory to God. I don't know if that... I don't know if that hitting, it's probably not hitting you the way it's hitting me. But I tell you, there's something about my salvation. I'm becoming so grateful. Understanding who I was. You know, I was a total reprobate. I was, I was so far from God. And God came and he said, and he did something that no one else can do. It was incurable. No one else could fix me but God. No one else could change my heart but God. But he did. Hallelujah. And because of that, I'm thankful. And I'm going to praise God. And I'm going to worship God. And I'm going to thank him for saving me and calling me and giving me life. You know, I have a lot of strength to recover yet. But I'm very weak. And the weakness, uh, unfortunately, when I'm weak and I'm tired, it accelerates the, 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 the tremors. Uh, and so I struggle sometimes. But I, but I've got, I've got, I, feel, I feel something stirring inside of me. I don't know. I'm not a prophet. I'm not, prof I'm not prophetic, but I'm going to say I feel like something's about ready to explode. I really do. I really, I feel like God is ready to move in a great way. So thank God. Father, I thank you for, for healing me of my spiritual leprosy, that I was an outcast, that I was separated from you, that I, was, I, had, I had an incurable disease. But you, Lord, you fixed me. You changed me. You healed me. You gave me new life. Hallelujah. And you, and you call me into your kingdom for such a time as this. All of us, Lord, we thank you. We're grateful. It's, it's a Thanksgiving week, but let's give thanks to God for saving us, for calling us, for forgiving us. Hallelujah. For making us new creatures. And what is the will of God? It says in, it says in 1 Thessalonians, this is the will of God. That re, Paul said, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God for you concerning Jesus Christ. The will of God for us to be thankful, to pray, to say, God, here we are. It's not about us. It's about you. It's about your kingdom. It's about your glory. It's about your name. It's about your reputation. It's about your church rising up and being the church being the light of the world, being the strength that God's called us to be. We're going to be the church. We're going to see God move, and we're going to give glory. We're going to bring many pain, and there's going to be many coming to the kingdom. Hallelujah. And we thank you for it, Lord. So God, uh, 
You know, I tell you, I, I watched a video. Let me just share this with you, and I'll, I'll be done. I watched a video this week. And, I, you know, when you're, when you're on YouTube, you could be watching a Christian video and, and something about golf or pools. I mean, just all these different videos kind of pop up. And one kind of just, I don't know why, I just kind of caught my attention, so I turned to it. It was about people living in a, in a country in West Africa called Burkina Faso. Have you ever heard of Burkina Faso? This little landlocked country, one of the poorest countries in the world. And it's about these, these guys that dig for gold. It was amazing. They live, they live in the middle of nowhere. There's no running water. There's no sanitation. There's no electricity. There's no nothing. And there's no, it's like there's no grass. Everything's just dirt, dirt and dust, dirt and dust. And this guy... And several, there's a whole, like a village of them. They live in this little teeny 10 by 10 dirt hut with a dirt floor. And he's got a wife and he's got three kids. And he's a gold, they call them gold miners. They're not mining anything. But these guys go out every day and there's a hole, there's just a hole in the ground. I mean, literally a hole in the ground about, about three feet across. And they go down about 30 to 50 feet into this hole. And they dig dirt. And, then, and after several hours of that, they bring it up and they pan it. You know, they like you're panning in the, in, in the river. They pan it and they find, they don't find nuggets. They find a few grains, a few little grains of gold. And they heat that up with mercury and they breathe the mercury fumes, which are destroying them, their nervous system. And they, and they finally put it all together in this little, little teeny little nugget, this teeny little... And they, and they go and they trade that in for like $3, and they buy enough rice for one meal for their family. And that's their life. That's their life. And I don't know why that hit me. It's just like, God, this, and the average, the average lifespan of those guys is like 40 years. And every once in a while, one of the holes will collapse and people will die. It's like this is their life. And I'm thinking, what's my life? I got paved roads, I got a house, I got heat, I got hot and cold running water, I got food, I got clothes, I got an automobile. I mean, look at my life compared to theirs. Totally hopeless lifestyle. And I'm just thanking God for everything that we have. I'm so grateful to God for my family, for, for the physical needs that he's blessed us with. So God, you know, when I see the way other people have to live in other parts of the world, third world countries, where they're just hopeless lifestyle, but God, I just praise you. I just want to bless you this morning, Lord. I just want to say thank you for saving us. Thank you for blessing me. I thank my wife for waiting on me hand and foot for the last two and a half weeks. Lord, I'm just, I'm a blessed man. And I thank you. We're going to serve you. We're going to serve you with all of our hearts. We're going to be the church. We're going to be the light of the world. We're going to bring Jesus to this land. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I just want to thank you all for coming this morning. Uh, we're going to receive the offering. And, uh, and then I think we'll just dismiss. I'll, get, I'll be stronger next week. And we'll see more people coming back to church. Yeah. All right.
No, we are not going to compromise. The church is not going to compromise. Like I said, we're not going to be mean, but we're going to speak the truth in love. But we are going to speak the truth and walk in the light. Father, I bless you this morning. In spite of what we see, we know that you're working on the earth. We know that your kingdom is coming, your will will be done as we continue to seek you and praise you. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much for being with us today. Our prayer is that your life be enriched through the power of God's word and that you be filled with his love and strength as you daily serve him. To learn more about our service times and our ministry and how it is that you can partner with us, Visit us online today at romechristiancenter.com.